You are now listening to the World Famous Gamer Boys Podcast. What's good, fam? It's your boy, Jorge, and welcome to another episode of the Gamer Boys Podcast. Today, I got a special co-host with me. We got Mike Mason in the house. That's me. What's going on, man? Not too much. Yeah. Sitting in the wind and the rain and the snow, and I was bored, so I figured I'd come bug you for a little bit. Yeah, it was kind of early, you know, so we got, um, like always, we have uh, our little yerba mate right here. Oh, yeah. Lifesaver. Let me get one. Let me get one. Hold on. Get one. Oh, that was good. That was I'm nice. I'm white. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. How much? Uh, how much do you like this, dude? I love them. Yeah, they're Honestly. good. Huh? It's like because I'm not a coffee drinker, uh-huh. and I'm but I am caffeine. Like I'll admit, it, like I need it, mm-hmm. and it's a good little start to the morning. Yeah, good taste. I feel like they're not like a Red Bull or a Rockstar right. or something. You know, a little better. Hopefully, for we you. don't croak over and die from them. You know, I think the Coors Lights will get me long before these things do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this episode is powered by Goyaki Yerba Mate. Thank you guys so much for uh, sponsoring the Gamer Boys, and then also HeadshotRed.com and calebcreative.com check those guys out they're uh, big supporters of the podcast so um i hope you guys support them agreed yeah you like that i do that was smooth yeah rolled off the tongue nice so we're uh we're we're missing roger today he's he's uh he's at work i'm thinking he's hating me or something because every time i do this thing i've only seen him once well you know it's one of those things where you you uh do them at a different hours i have never done them that's disgusting no, you need not, to watch how you would that do stuff. Him, but do the podcast <laughs> at different hours, and it's just unfortunately that he's at work. But uh, yeah, we're actually doing it pretty early today, which you know a little surprising. Feels good actually. Yeah, you know, I, I like it. being up before ten. That's nice. Yeah. So we're doing it, but he's at work right now. He's probably, I don't know. He's probably taking. It, he's probably in the bathroom right now, just playing on his phone for sure. I know how he works. Yeah, like everyone in this generation does now. Yeah, thirty minutes in there. Yeah. At least. And then he tells his boss, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him, man. I don't blame him. But uh, what's going on? We had you on late last year, I believe. Or was that this? No, I feel yeah, like I, late, late. Well, yeah, late last year. Late last but it year. it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, I forgot even what year we were in. I know. So we had you late last year. We talked about your retirement and how you're officially retired and how that's going. And um, just not to get into it because we already talked mm-hmm. about it, but how are things going now? Yeah, things are going good. You know, it's a, this is actually the first year in 35 years that I'm going into it without riding a dirt bike or thinking right. about having to ride shows or whatever. So that was kind of a wake up call. I mean, when last year, you know, the little break I took from July to December just felt like one of the breaks when we're not touring, right. you know, right. but actually starting 2020 and being like, well, I'm not going on Nitro Circus. I ain't going to ride shows. It's, it's trippy, but you know, I've accepted it. I love it. Like I said, I'm still totally confident with the move I made and um, yeah, I've just been working on some stuff, hopefully doing the X Games again this year. Mm-hmm. And just got um, a little gig with the PGA Tour, actually. I'll be going down to San Diego for the Farmers Insurance Tournament um, Monday through Wednesday. It's just a like a 10-minute Facebook live show, mm-hmm. but I'm going to co-host it with uh, Nikki B. She's a like a golf, a lady golf influencer, and mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. You know, I'm just going to go, I literally think I go hang out on the driving range and going to talk to a couple yeah. of the guys about what's in their bag. And I mean from you know if you guys have listened to this podcast before you know i'm huge into golf so to kind of be persistent and show everyone that i'm not just golfing just to golf like i'm actually you know i want to pursue something like that it's it's pretty cool to see it come to life that's definitely dope um 
can you let me know next time you do some PGA thing and you end up going with that that hot chick page? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? I don't page, really. I think it's sporanic. Sporanic, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Next time you do something co-hosting with her, I would not mind going with you and seeing what's in her Bring back. my assistant is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Because, I mean, I have shot a 91 once. Nice. Something like that. Yeah. All 18 holes, though? I think it was 18. Okay. Yeah. You didn't give up after like 13? No. Okay. You're a good boy. Most people get over it. No, I mean, I get over it for sure. That's why I really don't <laughs> golf. But uh, yeah, so that's cool, man. Uh, you know, New Year, 2020. Everyone made a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's like one of the best memories of the last 10 years for you? I think the the best memories was the gold medals, honestly, because that was, you know, I've said it on the show before, I just wanted one X Games medal. And 2012, when speed and style kind of was getting big, I got my first gold medal. And then 2013 got two more of them. 2014 got another one. Yeah. You know, and, and it's crazy because it's weird to look back on a decade, you know, how different it is. It's like 2010, I was just straight freestyle guy trying to ride the X Games freestyle contest and riding a bunch of shows. And then like 12 to, you know, 15, 16 there, I kind of just became more of a speed and style guy, still riding some shows. And then like, 17 18 19 i basically did like 10 nitro shows a year and and that was it so it was kind of weird to see like i think 10 to 20 was mm-hmm. the craziest decade of my life you know because you know 2000 to 2009 was so weird for me because i was racing and then i went to freestyle and it was just a huge blur like mm-hmm. all of a sudden i was gone 40 weeks out of the year doing all these shows and you know but then like i said 10 to 20 was where i actually saw like a a rise and a decline yeah you know so but that rise is like I guess not what made your career, but that's, you know, what really established you yeah. like in, in freestyle motocross. Definitely. I think. So the last 10 years have been good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think, uh, you know, 10 to 20 was probably like the best decade of my life as, as far as my career and, and just a lot of other stuff, you know, I mean, we always talk about it, but I got into real estate in like, Oh, five, Oh six and caught the recession mm-hmm. and watched everything tank, you know, but luckily kind of stayed patient with most of my properties and, you know, going into 2020, it was, all my stuff was doing the best it ever had. So there was so much positivity out of the last 10 years. And, you know, it kind of gives me hope now moving into, you know, 20 to 30, I'm going to live a different life. You know, I'm not going to be riding shows and, you know, making all this money on my dirt bike. I'm going to have to try and figure out another way to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's awesome because since I was four years old, I've sat there and just thought about motorcycles, you know, which kind of taints your life a little bit. I mean, I'm stoked because it it set me up. Yeah. But it's weird because I didn't learn anything else. So Mm -hmm. now I'm almost in like this, you know, like when kids get out of high school and they go get jobs, that's like the stage of my life I'm at now. And I'm almost 40 years old. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be a little learning curve, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I think you did it right. You know, um, not to shit on anyone that's in the, in the game still or anything like that, but like there's a time I think where you need to move on, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's the thing. And I think you did it at the right time. Um, you're, you know, you look healthy, you're healthy for the most part. Um, and you're at a stage where you're taking you're taking advantage of the opportunities you're getting, and I think you're getting some good ones. Like the PGA thing's awesome. I know you're doing stuff with the whole Traeger deal, and and all that. So you know, that's the thing. Like I think it, you move on to the next stage in your life, mm-hmm. and you know you figure it out. Yeah, and that's what's crazy about social media. You know, is everyone just thinks I should just ride dirt bikes. It you know and. I keep saying it over and over, but I'm super thankful for everything it did. But anyone who does anything for 30 plus years, that's three decades of doing the same thing. You know, at some point you want to change. 
And I got to that point where I didn't want to practice no more. It was just getting kind of risky. You know, like you don't practice freestyle motocross. You don't just jump into a nitro circus show with the guys and, you know, feel rusty. It was just getting to that point where I just, I didn't want to put the time in no more, you know, and I'm fine with admitting that I'm not trying to sugarcoat it or beat around the bush. And I want to do other stuff with my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm still going to ride. Like I'm going to get my bike switched over for tracks. I'm going to go out and I love the exercise, you know, it's a full body workout and I don't want to weigh 700 pounds in my forties. So but there's a lot more to life. Yeah. You know, and I'm thankful for the friends, the pretty much the family I made through motorcycles, but right. I'm looking forward to, to stuff with Traeger grills and the PGA tour and, yeah. and doing my own thing with my real estate. You know, there's, there's just other goals I had. Yeah. yeah. It'd be crazy. It's kind of like a, a football player, you know, um, you, they play and they're like known for that or whatever, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden they're just like on TV at analyst and all of a sudden you kind of just know him for that. Yeah. Like Michael Strahan mm-hmm. kills it. Yeah. You like forget he even played football, yeah. honestly, because like people does so know much him stuff. as a TV host, you know, good morning America, whatever he yeah. does. And I don't think people remember him playing football ever. Yeah. You know, stuff yeah. like that. So maybe there'll be a point in your life where you're like the, the PGA guy. God, I hope they'd forget about my riding career. <laughs> Most of it was pretty embarrassing. It was just a lot of beer fueled shows, a lot of parties. Yeah. All right. So do you have any, any, good new year's resolution for 2020 you know this is the first year i actually didn't make one and i'm like really good at sticking by them oh, okay you know like i cut out sodas a handful of years i mean i have one here and there but i used to like every sunday if i was hungover go get del taco you know yeah. so i cut out like fast food sodas and i've been really good with that but this year i was like trying to think and i'm like i made some goals like i have goals for 2020 like i want to ride my road bike uh, road bicycle a lot more like i want to do a thousand miles total on that okay which is pretty easy because you do 20 to 30 mile rides at a time Mm -hmm. but you know just like little stuff like get a little more activity going in my life i think the last seven months of not being on my bike i kind of like derailed a little bit Mm -hmm. but in a good way because it was like nice i'm not going to bed thinking about practicing to flip dirt bikes or going to the show where it's going to be windy and rainy and i got to ride ramp to ramp on cement you know so like finally when i quit it was just like a weight off my chest you know like not stressed about that stuff so i I had fun for seven months, you know, and still was active, still did stuff. It's not like I threw my life away, but right. it was nice to just kind of detach for a little bit. Yeah, now it's time to get back on, now, on the yeah, grind and yeah, do like, some stuff. Yeah, like I said, I'm excited to get my bike all switched over for tracks and start getting more more exercise in my life. And, you know, with this golf stuff, hopefully it takes off a little more. It's I want to work on my golf game, you know, as dumb as people say it is on my Instagram. It's like it's something that I'm into. And if I'm not going to ride, you know, competitively i need something else in my brain to fill that void of like trying to get better at something mm-hmm. i don't want to be a dude that just sits in my house every day and does nothing you know it's to most people yeah golf's boring but i think some of the stuff they do is boring you know right. what i mean so yeah. it's just whatever but i i like it and i want to get better at it so definitely start dedicating my life a little more to to moving forward now instead of just kind of partying in my garage every yeah. night yeah no that's good that's good <clears throat> so best of luck to all that kind of stuff that sounds you know awesome and yeah. i know you uh been retired for a little bit now and and it's not like i figured that you you know obviously you're young i didn't think that you would just like stay and not do anything Mm -hmm. like you know most retired people they go you know vacation and just kind of lounge around and stuff like that so but it's it's cool to see the stuff that in your future yeah you know so that's good to see that yeah and it's crazy because i said this on a podcast that i did a couple weeks ago but probably like four or five years ago fox did like an athlete summit Mm mm-hmm got all their athletes together. We went to the San Diego Supercross. They got us a suite, but before the Supercross, they had like this meeting and I, I didn't realize it was going to be that serious. I legit thought they were just getting the team together, but you know, they had a guy come in and talk to us about our social media and how valuable it is. And 
kind of almost like we were in school, you know, and yeah. then Emig comes up. This was, he was still doing Supercross at the time, doing the uh, commentating for it. And, you know, he's sitting there talking. He's like, you know, I retired at 30, 31 years old. I was, I was good on money, you know, yeah. this and that. My health was pretty good considering. And he he was like, oh, I'm just going to golf every day and hang out with my friends. And, you know, I'm living the life now. And that was my exact idea. You know, I was 38 when I retired or 37. Yeah, I was 37 when I retired. Same thing. I'm like, I just want to golf every day. And, you know, I'm not going to do nothing. And seven months went by and it's like, you get bored. Yeah. And he even said that. He's like, you're going to have a day where you realize you want to, you know, because we have a lot of life left. Mm -hmm. Most people that retire when they're 65, yeah, you're old. You want to sit at your house, read your newspaper, have your coffee, you know, go for a walk or something. But dude, I still am an athletic type of guy. You know, Mm -hmm. I still have energy. I still want to do stuff. And so I think that's like what 2020 will really bring to fruition is just, you know, where where do I go? I'm going to try a bunch of different stuff this year with the golf, the, the X games, the real estate, all that. And then, you know, I think I'll have a pretty good grasp on what's coming. Yeah. And it's funny. I I saw a little, you know, post the other day, I think yesterday actually. And it was about that talking about, um, I think it basically said the retiring age of a a American person is 65 or 67, Mm -hmm. something like that. I think so 65 years old. And most people live to like, you know, 80, mm-hmm. but it's like, say, you know, another 10 years, 11 yeah. years. So basically you work your whole life. Just to die. Just to die. Yeah. Yeah. You retire and then you have about like 10, 11 years yeah. of good, you know, retirement. But, that you can yeah. Do but then stuff. you're so old anyways, like I said, it's, you just want to sit at your house. You exactly. Know, so, so it's like my point being in the point of that post was just live your life happy and enjoy now. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, like I think too many people stress out about things like just have that main focus of what you're going to do for money and stuff like that and how yeah. you're going to work and all that. But at the same time, like make sure it makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's the perfect point because, you know, I was saying earlier, I get so much shit on my Instagram about golf and grilling and beers. Yeah. Like people like legit, like are pissed at me. And I was talking to someone about it and they'll do, they're just mad because you're having fun. Like you're doing, yeah. so like they're at work being miserable and you're, yeah. you know, and I, I don't do that stuff to sit there and be like, look at how sick my life is. It's just, that's what I'm doing. I always thought that was the point of Instagram is, yeah. you know, like sometimes I almost wish I had 200 followers and it was just my friends and I could just post stuff all day, every day of mm-hmm. fun stuff. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, if I'm not posting moto, everyone's just like all over my ass about everything. Yeah. It gets it's old. crazy, man. And that's the thing. Like one of my, um, new year's resolution, I guess I, I'd call it or whatever was to post a photo every single day, mm-hmm. which I already blew it. Yeah. You know, but I, I have been trying, it's actually hard when you don't, when I don't go out and actually shoot stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, my schedule is pretty dang busy during yeah. the day, uh, every day. So it's like 6 p.m. and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't even taken a photo yet yeah. or nothing. I don't even have anything in the camera roll where I could post or anything like that. So it's pretty tough, yeah. you know? So, but I'm still going to try, you know, like I think I missed like a day or two, but yeah. I'm, I'm still going to try. But, um, I've been posting stuff and it's funny the different stuff people like. Yeah. You know, I've been posting some food stuff, dude. And that's like the most engagement I get. Yeah. Which is funny. You know, I and, engage on that. Yeah. It's always when I'm hungry, you post that shit. Yeah. No, man, I, I scroll <laughs> through that stuff so much. Like people post some food and stuff, but yeah, I post food stuff or I'll post like shoes and people hit me up like, Oh, what kind of those or where, where'd you get those and stuff like that. It's pretty yeah. funny. The difference that you think like a, a killer post 
And you're like, oh yeah, people are gonna love this shit. No one likes it. No one likes it. And then it, you yeah. just post a random little thing. So, um, but that's on my side. Yeah. You know, I have way less followers than you. And yours are like, you know, diehard fans. Yeah. Of of maybe not just you, but like of free somewhere yeah, across or, see or the, dirt bikes. Yeah. So I could I could see where that kind of gets annoying, but yeah. you know, fuck them. I know, and, and you know that's where I'm getting is it was it's almost such an ego thing. I don't. It's hard to explain, you know, but. Let's say I post a picture of my bike on the stand and it gets 2,500 likes, mm-hmm. right? Post a set of my new Fox boots, gets like 1,800 likes. But then I post like me swinging my golf club and it gets like 87 likes, you know? And I'm like, damn, that, that sucks. Like I look like an idiot now posting yeah. that, you know? And then I'll post, you know, I grill the steak and it gets like 150 likes. Yeah. And so I started getting in that thing where it's like, okay, if if I don't think this photo is going to get likes, I'm not posting it. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah. Because, don't do that. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not an influencer. Yeah. You know, I'm not one of those people that talks to my phone, opens a box, shows you the products. Like I'm not a salesman. I'm, you know, I, I'm just not, it's, yeah. I don't know if it's my age or what I want to show people what I do in my daily life. Right. And I feel like those, I've started realizing those hundred people that like that photo are actually, you know, interested in my life. Yeah. The 3000 are probably people on, on the Explorer page that, just saw my bike on a stand and liked it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so and, they, and they probably didn't even look at it too good. It's just they scroll real fast and yeah, just like click yeah. on everything. So just put the ego aside and just, you know, kind of post what I want. Cause like I said, I'm not out there. I mean, I work with a couple companies and I'm never going to do nothing stupid on my Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm not a, I try not to be like a negative guy or post yeah. something stupid. You know, it's going to all be positive stuff, but I just got to understand that, you know, there's going to be 150 people that like yeah. watch me golf and there's going to be 3000 kids that like seeing my dirt bike. So yeah. it's just the way it is. Yeah. Dude, I try to work with you with that, you know, I know you're, you're a damn good teammate, but, but so for me, it's different though, because for me, I mean, I have decent following and stuff like that and, uh, it's nowhere near yours or anything. So I can't put myself in your shoes, but what I, what I, where, where I see it is, and I see, you know, people posting a lot and they actually talk about this and I'm like, dude, you're come on, man, a little wussy or whatever. But, uh, people, if you're making money getting those likes, mm-hmm. I, then yeah. But like you, you don't, you know, yeah. like necessarily. So you're not really getting paid. So that's why I wouldn't worry about it. If yeah. I was you, yeah. you know, like I said, it was more just an ego thing. Yeah. Like dude, if someone goes to my page and sees 80 likes on a 70,000 yeah. following, you yeah. know, that's stupid, but that's why I'm like, just who cares I don't about care that? Anymore. Yeah. But there's like legit people out there that, you know, their career is based on social media mm-hmm. and likes and, you know, engagement and everything like that. So when stuff starts dropping, dude, they get depressed. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah, it's like probably like the person the next, you know, you wake up and you're like, got fired or something. Yeah. You're probably depressed and everything. So it's kind of like the same thing. So that's why I understand those people. But for the most part, unless you're getting really paid for, for that type of it engagement, shouldn't it shouldn't matter. Yeah. And you just post whatever you want. Yeah. And I think uh, that's what's funny. Like, you know, some people like weird stuff and yeah. other people, you know. Okay. So here's my second beef with it. Okay. Is I'm not a photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at people like all the barbecue guys, all my friends that I follow. Dude, they make Traegers look so badass. Yeah, yeah. And then they pull a steak off and it looks so badass. And I don't yeah. know if it's my kitchen because it's dark coloring, like, you know, dark counters, dark walls but I cannot make anything look cool, you know, but I still just posted it anyways. And then like, yeah. I'll go in the garage and like, look at my bike and take a picture of it and I'll edit it as best I can. It still looks stupid. I'm like, damn it. You know, like yeah. I'm not a, I don't have like an eye for, you yeah. know, like 
yeah. like you or our buddy Rush, where you mm-hmm. guys could look at this wall right now. Yeah, and be like that's a bitching angle for that map, right, that globe right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Yeah, but the, at the same time, it's like uh, you're a little too critical on yourself because mm-hmm. the people that like your stuff, they're going to be like, "Dude, that's so badass!" And never once consider that photo was not the yeah. best quality. Yeah, they're just going to be like, "That's sick," yeah. or "I'm pumped that he showed that" because. You know, people just want to see like equipment they use or whatever. Like if you're talking about like golf or whatever, they want to see your clubs. They're like, yeah. oh, which club is that or yeah. whatever. You know, so that's what they're pumped that you showed. Why am I such a weirdo? I don't know. Because we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. You need to get we out of your, your head a little bit. Yeah. And just like not really care. Yeah. I think that's what I've always been good at. I just don't really care. Because at the end of the day, like I said, like I'm not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I ain't worried. Yeah. You know, but if like I was getting paid and then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, that photo's crashed. We're not paying you for that. Like, then it matters. Yeah. You know, but like, if I'm just posting stuff and people are liking it, people are like, dude, that's shit. You're a photographer? That's shit. Yeah. So what? I don't care. See, yeah, because going back to what we were talking about before we went on, you know, is like, I I would love to start a podcast, but I feel like it's going to suck. And then I started a Twitch account to stream my games. And one day I did like a little test run and like had the just, I wasn't going live, you know, but I just kind of recorded and it looks so stupid playing. I'm like, I'm not showing this to anyone. Yeah. I don't care if I have two followers or two million. I'm, yeah. And then like, I'll, I really try not to ever post pictures of like selfies or talking to my phone. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I got a double chin or, you know, I'm like, damn. So it's like weird how I'm so like paranoid about all of it. When, like you said, in reality, people probably don't care. They just want to see it or whatever, yeah. you know? That's weird though, because I know uh, you enjoy doing podcasts, <clears throat> being on them and stuff. Like my point is I don't really take selfies or anything about myself either, but you got to understand like, you know, how long have I been doing this shit since like 2005? Mm-hmm. I've always been the one behind the camera. Yeah. So it's like weird for me to be in front of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like an ego thing or anything like that. It's just kind of weird for me because I've never been. So one of the things was like, I don't like my voice either. I think I sound stupid. Yeah. But doing this podcast, I've like, I've learned to like, like it. I'll edit it and everything and then listen. And I'm like, I don't sound that bad. Like, yeah. you know, I could get better but I don't sound that bad. Yeah. Uh, but that was one of the main things when I decided to do it, I was like, dude, I need to get over that whole like fear of like what I sound like or whatever being on recorded, yeah. you know, cause everyone, no one likes their voice really, yeah. you know? So once I started doing it, then I was like, dang, I, you know, I'm decent. Yeah, you like get used to hearing it. Yeah. And it just becomes normal. So again. it's one of those things you kind of have to progress like a little, little by little bit for you. Like you've, been on camera well we're not talking about that but we're like you uh been on podcasts mm-hmm. and i'm sure you listen to those episodes oh, yeah. that you've been on yeah and you're probably like oh that was good yeah you know the whole like situation was good and stuff like that so that's what you should take into it and be like you know i'll kill it when it comes to it because yeah you know i've done it so much i know it's and it, it's weird because you know like when i everyone's like how do you do x games but then you can't do your own stuff mm-hmm. and exactly it's, no i yeah. know but it's it's so different because for one, X Games is easy to me. I've watched freestyle motocross since the beginning and mm-hmm. I still watch it. I pay attention to everything. So when I got to tell someone about a run or it just is real natural to me, you know, and I'm working for someone. But if I am in control of it, I'm real critical. Like mm-hmm. I'll film, you know, I'll talk about something in my phone. I'm like, oh, I sound stupid. I'll delete it. And because it's in my hands, I'll delete it over and over and over and then finally just get sick of it. Yeah. Where when I'm put on the spot, you know, it's, you can't, I can't hit delete. I can't tell them to stop or redo it. And I just yeah. kind of go with it. So. I got to figure out the the medium there on the the mentality. Yeah, the mentality is just not caring, dude. Yeah, I it's care just way too straight much. Up, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, and I've always been like that kind of, but like, the more I've 
you know matured or gotten older the less mm -hmm. so like i could really care less about a lot of things when it comes to like what people think um but it, so that's one of those things where like we were talking about before we got on air here the, about the views or the listens that we have so i know we have like the the committed listeners and i appreciate you guys yeah we, we have those, appreciate we have those committed listeners so I always look at the numbers like the day after I drop the episode and I, and I see it, I'm like, all right, yeah, you know, and then I'll kind of like stay still for a little bit and then I'll look later and stuff like that. So it, it does kind of suck sometimes because you're like, why isn't aren't people listening or whatever? Yeah. And then, you know, it comes a week after and then I'm like, oh, all right, those there's the numbers again that yeah. I'm used to and stuff like that. So it, it does kind of suck like seeing that. But like if you really let that bother you, if I really let that bother me, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, because if there's no growth, but this, it's like, we have that following, mm -hmm. like the committed following and they always listen, but then it's not really growing that much more. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like, shit, that sucks. Yeah. Cause you're, the point is you want people to listen to you and everything. So if you, if you really just sit there and that's all you think about, you're just going to quit. Yeah. You know, but like me, something to be said though, for like the consistent following, you know, like, yeah. Cause I noticed that on my Instagram, there's always, you know, I always see. I'll get messages on stories or comments on my photos from like, you know, certain group of people. And every time it's positive, they're never hating, you know, yeah. and it's like, you, you notice that even though they probably think that they're just like another person in the, mm -hmm. the like column or whatever. It's like when you see that over and over and, you know, people tell you they were stoked on your writing career or, you know, what you did filming and photography. And I think that means more than the 1700 people that just click it, you know, yeah. go past it or whatever. And I've noticed that you actually uh, go on there and reply back to like almost every comment. And I appreciate that because, you know, people do like take their time to comment, mm -hmm. even though it might be the dumbest thing or like, yeah. Hey Mace, what's up? You know, but you're like, Oh no, I'm just chilling. It makes that per person feel good. And that's like the interaction that we need. Yeah. You know, just positivity. Yeah. And I think that's, I've always been really good at that. Like, you know, I've, back in the day before social media when we would do X Games and go to an after party and there'd be a fan there that just wanted to talk yeah. to off about moto. For some reason, I could do that. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to talk about moto after I've ridden all day at you know, X Games. I yeah. just want to like unwind. But I I came from such a small background, you know, living in a trailer, Carson City, Nevada. We're not in the SoCal motocross mecca. You know, so like Jeremy McGrath was like a god to me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I'd go to Hangtown. He's, you know, it's banded off. You can't see him, whatever. So to me... Not, I'm not McGrath, but like if a kid's talking to me, like I've had shook a kid's hand before and it was like shaking, mm -hmm. you know, like he was nervous and excited. I'm like, dude, I'm just a normal dude hanging out. You know, I'll, I'll tell you whatever you want. And that that's kind of my way of picturing me as a kid, like if I would have got to talk to McGrath. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try, like I've always been pretty good with the interaction, even though it's just a comment on Instagram. It's yeah. like still to this day when McGrath comments on my Instagram, I'm like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. You know, even though I've known him for 10 years now and he's a great dude, but I can't get past the the twelve year old Mike Mason where mm -hmm. it's just like this dude was the baddest dude in Supercross, yeah. you know, and not just McGrath, like Dean Wilson follows me, you know, and I'll mm -hmm. see him like dang Dean Wilson. You know, like I'm still a fan of the sport. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I'm probably on a much lower level, but there's a couple kids out there that have stuck around freestyle since day one and mm -hmm. you know, I respect that. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, but you know how I raced Mammoth this last year, dude McGrath was there. Mm -hmm. He raced the five hundred and then he raced the fifty vet I don't know. Is he 50? No, nah, I think he's probably late 40s. So maybe. the yeah, 40 plus yeah. or whatever, something like that. Dude, smoke. Oh, yeah. You smoked him? No. <laughs> smoked him. Yeah, he's bad, dude. dude. He he looks so good and just his style and everything. Like, I didn't even know it was his class because I knew he was racing the 500 class. And uh, 
it was a that 450 class or whatever mm-hmm. his class was and they're going and i didn't even know and i'm watching i'm like dude that guy's fucking good yeah <laughs> you know like that guy looks really good like who is that and i knew it was like an older class yeah I'm like damn and then i'm oh shit that's mc yeah it makes sense now yeah but yeah it was so badass yeah, to, like see him just rip dude. so my fun story since we're just going on um we filmed for steel roots three mm-hmm. in like oh one and I was just an arena cross kid, uh, Dustin Miller and Drake McElroy and Matt Byton invited me to, to go to McGrath's house and film his parents' house. That's like legendary for having the old supercross track. Yeah. You know, where everything went down way back in the day before, you know, riders were so secluded. So we go there and we're filming. And I think this was the same year I did, uh, the Vegas supercross. Cause after arena cross ended, we had like two or three rounds we could hit on the West coast for supercross. And I remember in my first heat race, at Vegas in the 250 class, somehow I had McGrath and Ricky in it. I don't know, like the way they qualify or whatever happened, you know, because usually they would be split up. Mm-hmm. And this is the year Ricky ended up beating him for the title his first year. And I remember there was a straightaway, like kind of after the start straight, like the main grandstand straightaway, there there was just singles. Like they were tall, probably, you know, six to eight feet, but there was no like rhyme or reason for it. It wasn't a triple, triple. It was like literally you could double, you know, whatever through them. And it was so gnarly to me because literally you landed and took off again. Yeah. So if you over jumped or cased, you, you were going for a ride. You oh, know? is that the one where Stewart we didn't? No, was that? That was no, no, that oh, was that a couple years Stewart. later. Yeah. yeah. So I remember McGrath and RC lapped me in the heat race. Weird. And dude, they like two jumped the whole straightaway and they are hauling ass. And I'm like, Jesus, dude. Like, and the whoops were gnarly because Vegas is always hard packed and slick. So fast forward to, you know, seven months later, we're filming and, and we're going to Mexican food after we film. And Miller's truck's full. So they're like, yeah, hop in with MC. And I'm like, great. Because mm-hmm. at this point, I really feel like I'm a nobody. Yeah. I'm barely making arena cross mains and, you know, winning the jump off. And that's it. So I hop in his truck and we're bullshitting. And I just randomly like fanboy out. I'm like, dude, I, I was on the track with you in Vegas, you know, and you and RC passed me going so fast. And like, oh, cool. You know, totally normal, like mellow dude. And while that damn track was so hard, like it scared me. He's all like, looked at me like I was an idiot. He's all hard. Well, what the hell was hard about it? And I'm like. Well, that, that rhythm down the front stretch, he's all, okay. I'm all the whoops. He's all, all right. And he like totally just kind of was like, this kid is weird, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, God, I feel like such an idiot this right guy now. sucks. Yeah, because I mean, they were just flawless on that track. So that was pretty funny to look back on. And, you know, I just, I can, I'll never forget the look I got from yeah. him. He was just Isn't like, it weird, the caliber of, of different proness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, I felt like I could ride a dirt bike, but yeah, I was. I'm, well, I mean, I know a lot of people. But like personally, like personal, personal, like you're probably one of the better dudes I've ever seen on a dirt bike. Mm. Like I was just actually just thinking this other day. Um, but yeah, like you racing wise and then obviously, you know, tricks and everything, yeah. like, st- stuff like that. But I was like, yeah, Mace is probably one of the better dudes I've, I've ever met on a dirt bike. And that probably came up because I was watching some guy. I was like, damn, that guy has some pretty good bike skills and yeah. stuff like that. It's one thing being able to do tricks, I think, but then it's another thing just having those bike skills. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's why I was forever thankful that I came, you know, I raced from the time I was four years old till I think I was 23 when I went to freestyle. Mm-hmm. And like, you know us, dude, we loved motorcycles. Yeah. It wasn't like I was just doing it because I thought I could maybe go pro and make some money. It was like I could ride every day. Yeah. When my bike blew up and my dad didn't have money to fix it and, you know, I was off the bike for a month, it was like depressing. Mm-hmm. I was like drawn in my like binder at school, like dirt bike stuff or, you know, so I mean, I legit loved it. And I think that's kind of showed on my bike. You know, I mm-hmm. remember getting like a motocross action in and McGrath was on the cover and I'd look at his finger on the clutch where his feet were on the, I was just obsessed with it, yeah. you know? And so I think that paid off. And 
you know, I would, I'd, I'm in the mid pack of all the riders. It's probably pretty good, but it is kind of cool to say I've made a supercross main. I've made some outdoor nationals, you know, got some top tens in arena cross and one X games and back flipped 130 feet. You know, I've done a lot of stuff on a bike. Fuck yeah. And I think that's pretty cool to look yeah. back on. Hey, I, you know, just real quick. I want to get into, uh, I don't know if you saw that, like Stewart's kind of been coming out a little bit, James Stewart, mm-hmm. which I, in my opinion, one of the best, dudes ever on a dirt bike oh, yeah. you know a lot of people yeah. have different opinions or whatever nah, he was and, you know he was the man but i'm saying like in my opinion james stewart best i ever touched a dirt bike mm-hmm. uh but he's been coming out and he's been like commentating about like little races here the a1 that just happened yeah. and you know stuff like that dude how disappointing is he but like to me and then so i watched that video and then obviously other videos pop up of him racing and everything mm-hmm. but like you know Chad Reed is still out there. Mm-hmm. This is last year, I guess. Yeah. And he's still making mains and everything. But like James and so James quit, basically. Didn't come out. Everyone's thinking he's still gonna come back and everything like that. And then finally, like years later, he makes this video mm-hmm. talking about his retirement and stuff, like his big announcement. Which wasted our time. Yeah, it was so disappointing. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, fuck, man, that such a waste like yeah. we could have i don't know okay, it's just so, very disappointing to me so let's talk about this so remember how i was just saying for the last seven months i unraveled and just you know went off the deep end and mm-hmm. was having i mean off the deep end having fun yeah not off the deep end like depressed you know over the edge but remember what i was saying i've ridden dirt bikes for 35 years and it was just so nice to not have to think about it at all mm-hmm. you know so picture stewart since he was three or four years old dude every eye in the industry is on him yeah right to, from a young age, like childhood actors. How many yeah. childhood actors you never hear from again? Right. Overdose, suicide, something, you know? Yeah. He just had so much pressure on him. I mean, dude, at the time, he's the only black kid in our sport. He's the fastest dude out there. Yeah. Just weeding himself nonstop. I mean, those crashes take a toll on you. Oh, yeah. Even if you get up, walk away, and you're fine. I mean, dude, it, you get like PTSD from it. You know, yeah. like I've had, I still have like little nightmares here and there, like over jumping a jump. Oh, shit. You know, yeah. and it like wakes me up, and I haven't, I don't even ride no more, you know, mm-hmm. but just add all that up and it probably got to a point he was you know sick i mean instagram was coming out you know he blocked you yeah that was he, pretty awesome he did block me on yeah. instagram but you know like pictures so what i'm saying about when i post golf stuff and i get you know five ten messages of people saying that how can i ride dirt bikes and then like golf mm-hmm. picture having you know a million followers yeah with the, the shit people say because people just want to be heard yeah it's not necessarily that they hate him but they're like oh, i'm gonna talk shit to james stewart just trolls of, yeah 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 so just pitch like add all that up from a young age and everything he's went through. It's like he probably just didn't want to be a part of the sport at all. Yeah, and he doesn't owe nothing to the sport. No, you know like Carmichael and McGrath, they're different breeds. Like they want to give back, and I want to give back as well. But they really don't owe the sport nothing. If anything, McGrath made Supercross what it was. Yeah, and then Ricky made the sport what it was because yeah. he came in with a totally different mentality. James made the sport mm-hmm. right. These dudes don't owe nothing well, to the yeah, sport. Yeah, James gave the sport like that swagger. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, but that, what's so like? What does Feld give back to James for selling no, out stadiums? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't owe anyone anything, and and he doesn't. But that just comes from like that. What I said comes from like me being a, a just like a big fan. And that's yeah. what's funny. You, you know, you brought up that he blocked me. I said one little thing to him, and not even being a troll. Mm-hmm. And that's probably how uh, sensitive he was. Mm-hmm to just everything it's kind of unstable with everything yeah. you know yeah exactly so like i said one little thing it wasn't even it was kind of like a backhanded comment in a way like yeah. a compliment i'm sorry yeah uh 
but he probably took it the wrong way. He ended up blocking me on Instagram, mm-hmm. which is funny. But did you kind of feel cool though? No, yeah, for like, one second, James Stewart saw me I was like, enough to push the block button. Yeah. So, but the the thing is, just because I'm I'm a big fan, mm-hmm. you know. So that's oh, and I yeah, and yeah. I am too. Like, I was. So I, I, I wanted more. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I I expect more, but it's like yeah. I mean, you gave us all those races. Like, you don't need to give yeah, us yeah. anymore. But I think the way he did it was like he should have just retired. Yeah. And just said it. See ya. Yeah. But everyone no. like you know every year was like oh it's James oh someone saw him on a Honda yeah. or something it's like. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I, I'm 100% on board with you because I was a huge fan of his. You know, I, I met him a couple times, you know, throughout, and he was always cool as hell to me. And, you know, I wanted the, I wanted the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why last year when I retired, I mean, I'm sure if I would have just quit riding and never posted again or nothing, no one would have gave two shits. Yeah. But I felt it in my best judgment to, if I do have 10 fans that have like followed me since the On The Pipe days, I want to give them a thank you and give my sponsors yeah. a thank you, you know? So I wanted to do it for... For everyone else. Yeah. Where I like legit thinks James just did not care about anyone and, right. you know, kind of went off. But yeah, he's probably too sensitive yeah. about but the it, subject. It's cool. At least, you know, here we are five, six years later, whatever it is. And he's starting to get back into it. And, you know, his brother hauls ass. It's like, why wouldn't he be at the races supporting Malcolm a little bit yeah. here and there? And, you know, I mean, do, everyone would like, look at us. We'd love to see him. I would love Dude. his, yeah. you know, if he's on race day live or comes in the booth for a little bit. I just want to hear his side of things now that he's fully yeah. detached from it. I just, you know, like not to like bring race in it, but I, I just like the different culture. Yeah. And he like, you know, no matter how like what you think of him or whatever, but he's still his race. Yeah. And he has that like, you know, character. Yeah. So when you hear him sometimes, like he tried to be as professional as he could, yeah. I think in interviews, but it'd like pop out sometimes. Oh yeah. And I was like, dude, I love that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Buying Bentleys and wearing chains and yeah. have like the little like dreads and stuff. Yeah. It was sick, you know? And, and our sport needs, our sports still. Yeah. It definitely needs a, it, dude. a small dot on the map. You know, yeah. like I heard something with like TV ratings, you know, there's football and all that stuff. And then like drag racing gets like 900,000 viewers on like a Sunday. And I heard like Supercross is at like 300,000. Yeah. You know, and I think Supercross is like one of the best sports on the planet. Dude, fucking. I mean, I'm biased, of course. What, but. you know, one guy screaming Fortnite probably gets more views yeah. on one night, one night yeah. than Supercross does. So, you know, we, and that's, that's where I'm at with this sport right now is everyone's the exact same. You know what I mean? It's rocks and like, I love rocks and he's awesome on Instagram. Dean Wilson's awesome on Instagram, but yeah. when you get on the podium, they're right back to yeah. let's read the pit board. Let's get the sponsors out there. The track was good. My bike was good. I felt, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to like, I want to hear stuff. And that's yeah. why I like that, uh, that jet Lawrence kid. We were talking about it on okay. Blair's podcast. Cause when he did get at monster cup in the, whatever the futures class or yeah. you know, the lights class, whatever it was, like they said something like, Oh, like riding with your brother. Is that like motivated? And he's like, oh, I don't have a brother. That's my sister or something. You know, he was just like talking shit on his brother, like in a funny way. Like yeah. he's just a kid. Yeah. So he's not used to being professional and, while he represents his team great and he's fast and he's taking it serious, he still is a kid that has fun and has a sense of humor. And yeah. I just, Stuart you know what was that? Stuart you know was what, dancing and stuff. Yeah. And it was awesome. You know, what's funny is like, we talked about the social media thing and uh, companies do take, you know, you brought up how like uh, Fox, which is a huge company, uh, had a guy out there telling you guys the importance of social media. So mm-hmm. obviously these companies know, yeah. you know, and I've been involved in, in stuff like that with companies as well. They know, so why not let these kids have their own personality? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to get you more views. Yeah. So if knowing that, why won't you? Yeah. You know, because I think they do kind of mold the person, and you have to be like on your best behavior. Yeah. Like be like, 
oh, you know, what, do you think that was dirty? It's like, yeah, it was dirty. Like, you know, if he wants to see me in the parking lot, we can. Mm-hmm. Like, say that during TV. Yeah. It, yeah. But if you're about that, but well, if you're going to get beat up, then don't say it. But yeah, yeah. if you're about that, then I want that personality to come out because I'm going to be like, damn, that was sick. Yeah, and the, the thing that trips me out, you know, is all I hear is, well, there's more money in the sport. It's got to be more professional. Well, like monster sponsors like the Kawasaki and the Pro Circuit team. So we got to like monster this, monster that. Let's, you know, carry ourselves the best. Dude, monster sponsors Twitch. Mm-hmm. Is that dude's like the most, you know, like far from politically correct guy. Yeah. And they love it. That's yeah. why they sponsor him. Yeah. Like Axel Hodges. He's not out there in a button up shirt thanking no. Monster every day. He's doing badass edits and yeah. and stupid stuff, you know, like all kinds of stuff that's drawing people. It's like, how come just because they're the title sponsor of this team, all of a sudden you have to tuck your shirt in and just be this straight, you know, it's like they probably want some of that rawness. And then, like you said, if someone in Supercross starts controversy or just is funny, you know, like a comedian on the podium or something. All that's doing is making everyone love that dude. At that, like I loved Jet Lawrence on the mm-hmm. podium at Monster Cup, became a fan of his. So I'm looking at the Geico team now. You know what I mean? That's drawing attention to your team, your sponsors. Like Eli Tomac is not drawing anything to anyone no, besides I winning. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he's a dude. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. So, but you know, also like on in professional sports are like you know very professional. You hear like beast mode mm-hmm. when he's like, I'm just here for, so I don't get fined. Yeah. Like that's not professional. Yeah. But that's what made it in the news and that everyone knew that. And then all of a sudden he's on, he's, you know, doing all kinds of commercials, yeah, Skittles everything. commercials yeah. and, and stuff like that. Gronkowski. Be- because of that. Yeah. Gronkowski shirt off crazy. freaking crowd surfing at a rave or something. You know what yeah. I mean? And these dudes are making 10 to 20 million a year. Yeah. And these guys should be professionals because yeah. kids really do look up to yeah. these fools, but they're not. And that's what gets them out there more. Mm-hmm. So that's what's crazy to me that these companies, you know, if they want to hire me, we could talk. But yeah. like, that's what's crazy because why do you got to th- change? They, yeah, they know what to do. Yeah, but they're they're molding these people different ways than what they should be doing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I don't really agree with that, but you know, it yeah. is what it is. And that's like where I've always kind of stayed true to myself. You know, as like I said, I represented. I feel like I represented my sponsors the best I could. You know, I'm the type of dude that will send my reps texts here and there just saying thank you or how you been. I'm not a dude that's like, hey, I need product, Mm -hmm. you know, this or whatever. But at the same time, I'm going to golf. I'm going to drink beers. I'm 38 years old. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, my water bottle's good today. I'm like, you know, if I'm having (laughs) beers and barbecuing and we're doing stupid stuff in my garage, it's going to go on there. Yeah. But I want people to see that there's there's a side to me that, took my writing very serious. You know, when it was X Games time, dude, no beers, no no junk food, no nothing. Mm-hmm. It was like head down for two months and just grind, you know? But the second X Games is over, you're damn right. There's gonna be Coors Lights, you know, Chipotle, Del Taco, whatever, you know? Yeah. There's just that balance, and I think people need to see that. Yeah, I agree. Hey, but uh, let's take a quick break and hear from our very special sponsor of the Gamer Boys podcast, Guayaki Yerba Mate, and we'll come back and talk a little gaming. I'm down. All right. Whoa, jeez, what was that? Dude, Pilot Mamba, why do you even have us out here? <laughs> Relax, player pimpin'. Don't get bent over a couple giddy turds. I brought you out here to gain proper analysis and inspirations of the greatest drink of all time, baby. Goyaki Yerba Mate. You know that stuff you got up in your fridge? Heard you trying to get a proper introduction. So I got one for you. You know, I got one. I prepped it. Uh, all right, ready let's, for this? Uh, all right, let's all right, hear it. Listen. Goyaki made from the best. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I see where you're going with this, and 
that's that saying that slogan's already taken bet nah man I made this up right now no like literally there's a company that uses that we cannot say that I, dra- I dream about this though this is like it's made you know made alright chill chill I got it covered check it out Yerba Mate has the strength of coffee, the health benefits of tea, and the euphoria of chocolate, all in one beverage. It's a healthy alternative to energy drinks for all gamers. Brewed from naturally caffeinated and nourishing leaves, it contains 24 vitamins and minerals, 15 amino acids, and polyphenols. This organic drink will give you the right pick-me-up for all your late-night gaming sessions without jitters or crash you get from energy drinks. Come to life with Goyaki Yerba Mate. Yeah. That's all true? Yeah, and make sure you go to goyaki.com and check out their store locator, enter your zip code, and find the nearest store that sells goyaki yerba mate. Or, I mean, I can go back to the studio and start taking them again. Man, just get us out of this jungle. All right, welcome back, guys, to the Gaming Boys podcast. Uh, You know, it's super fun talking to you. We kind of just roll, you know, there's a lot of subjects we just covered there. It, it's hard not to just like bullshit and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. But we should talk a little bit about gaming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still playing Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare, dude. Mm-hmm. How do you like that game? I love it. Yeah. Anything that's just like got the old school. Normal. Normal play. I'm, I'm down with it. Yeah. Still some damn cheaters out there, though. Uh, yeah. That uh, cross-platform stuff's really hosing me. Really? Yeah. Because like the, you know, like the 357. I can tell when it's a dude on a like a PC because that thing fire the fire rate on it's like a submachine gun. Yeah. Where when I do it, when I'm trying to do my trigger finger, it pops off like one bullet every like half a second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That bastards. I, I brought this up, I think, in our last podcast. But let's talk about that map shipment. God, is that what dude. it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Shipment. That's pure carnage, dude. My goodness. They paved it from the last one it was on, and it's Ye- way gnarlier now. Yeah. So, but. There's a video going on, and I think I just uh, I saw it last night, and I tagged Pilot Hero on it. Um, but it said like this guy has like the world record now, mm. so the most kills in one match, six hundred, and either like I forget, but six like high six hundreds. Yeah, so he got a uh, juggernaut uh-huh. camped in one one corner. And would turn in one corner, start shooting, turn in the other, start shooting. And by that time, the other people already respawned. So he was like spawn trapping. My thing is like, I'm just surprised people didn't quit. Yeah, I know. Right? I mean, sometimes get, maybe they see, they think they're witnessing history though. And they're just like in it for the ride. Or maybe they were like, oh, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. They're, they're that stubborn. That we they are. Th- yeah. You I, and me are yeah, for sure. I mean, it has happened. Yeah. We were like, oh, let me just get this grenade off or whatever. Yeah. Like, you think you're going to kill him? But no, the guy ended up getting 600 plus kills That's so gnarly. on that map. And that's just to show you what that map is. Yeah. My it's buddy, trash. Yosti, he's a golfer, but he loves call. He's really good at Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. He's still got like the like young millennial mentality where he's totally fine chilling in the corner and just mm-hmm. like picking people off. And he got he went 104 and 42. Yeah. You know, and I was like. I've never seen over a hundred kills from any of us before, yeah. you know, so that was pretty impressive, but picture 500 more map. of those things. Yep. On yeah. shipment. I remember we played that one night and he was, uh, mopping people and I'm all, dude, how'd you do that? Cause I was camping mm-hmm. as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, you know, I probably went like 20 something in one. Yeah. But well, not a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, uh, God, the map's so fun. I don't understand it. Yeah. You, you think it's fun? I love it. Really? Yeah. Well, you know how I am like, the big maps, like I'm a sprinter submachine gun guy. Right. So it's like when I die and get respawned all the way on the other side of this like forest map, by the time I run back, I get sniped. You mm-hmm. know, I hate that. Like Rust on Modern Warfare 2 was our favorite. Yeah. Because it was just nonstop carnage and 
shipment will piss me off. Like, don't get me wrong. I like, think the game mode is what I don't like because I played Team Deathmatch on it and it was okay. But you know, like when I played with you, it was like domination and headquarters. Domination which sucks. Takes forever. Yeah. So there's dudes like just straight up uh, the rockets and mm-hmm. just you know. That's what I hate. I think it's that Joker rocket mm-hmm. where it shoots the missile straight up. Dude, yeah. some guy was grenading us with those things one night, and that's when I got pretty pissed. Yeah. But yeah, I like uh, like hard point on it's really fun. You know, because at any time you kind of post up in the hard point and everyone has to come to you. Yeah. But like domination's a waste on that map because it's, you try and get B, you're just getting murdered the whole time. You know, it's just, there's too much. Yeah. So like deathmatch, kill confirmed, hard point would be like the only ones I really like. Yeah. So what's your favorite uh, mode in that game? Probably hard point. Hard point? Period. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, like we have a pretty good little squad going. So it's like you work as a team with that one, where even on domination, no matter how hard we try, it's mm-hmm. like one dude's at B, one dude's at A, we're losing C. You know, it's yeah, we don't work like that. But hard point, it's like you have no choice but to go to that one spot. Mm-hmm. You know, and then a lot of action happens, and then you move, and you know, I like action. Like I hate when it's yeah, like deathmatch sometimes because there's really nothing to do but kill. Mm-hmm. You get those dudes to just hold down like perimeters of maps, so you, sniping. You, you know? hate when I come on, huh? Because I love uh, search and destroy. No, I love search. I'm just not <laughs> like we were going back to what I said earlier is I'm not patient. Yeah. So it's like, dude, the right when the countdown hits, I'm pinned and I go across and then I die and I have yeah. to sit there and watch you guys for five minutes, you know, but yeah. it is fun. Like, cause we're now like the old duties, you couldn't be in a party chat with uh-huh. search and now you can. So it's like fun. Like, you know, when you're the last one, dude, and you pick off the whole team, we get all stoked or yeah. if there's a dude right in front of you, but you were looking the other way and I'm like, look out and you get shot. I'm like, ah, dude, you idiot. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, you know, I've been, like listeners know, I've, I've been playing a lot of the 2v2 gunfight. Mm-hmm. Me and you played it. You, didn't, you mm-hmm. weren't really that much of a fan. Uh, yeah, right. Remember, I was knuckle sandwiching guys left and right. Oh, yeah. You that were so beaten. fun. Yeah. Well, you played it when they had it where you had to go find your own gun. Mm-hmm. They switched it back now where you spawn with, with a gun, so yeah. everyone has the same gun. Yeah, but Mike was actually, couldn't find a gun. So he would just run around and start punching people. And I'd actually <laughs> die and he'd go over there and mop up the two people. So that was pretty impressive. We were so, laughing so hard. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, but then they, they came out with the 1v1 and that was just boring. Mm-hmm. I thought I was, I thought I was going to like it a lot and I thought it was going to be like a kind of a game changer, just one versus one. But yeah. same concept. Uh, it was boring as hell. Uh, so they took that out real quick and now they have the three V three and I played a little bit last night. I didn't really notice too much of a difference, Mm -hmm. but then again, I didn't play with people I knew. I just jumped in with randoms. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to play with like the people I play with or like just know someone and be in a chat. So that way you can really communicate. Yeah. Communicate and everything. But what is it like when you die, you're dead. Yeah. So it just goes told that someone's a zero. Six matches. Yeah. Whoever wins the, uh, you know, obviously the six match. Um, and yeah, three V three. And then you all get the same exact guns, mm-hmm. you know, S- maps are still the same s- small size yeah, and everything. Cool. So I don't know. Uh, I, I'm waiting to play with that with, you know, people that I know, and then we'll see w- what I think of it. But so far it didn't really notice that much of a difference between two V two. And I really like two V two. So it was, it was okay. Yeah. Like I said, my thing's just action. Like, I think why I love shipments because right when I respawn, I just hail like all Tom Brady a grenade across the map. Yeah, no aim, no nothing, and I'll get like a double or a triple kill. I'm like, yes, yeah. you know, like uh, that's what gets me excited. Like I'm not the the patient creeper dude that's like mm-hmm. trying to stay alive. It's like I'm all in. Like I would be the worst dude. Like if this World War Three thing actually happens, like yeah. they're talking, and I was to get drafted, 
kiss my ass goodbye. I'm yeah. running right out in the middle, probably getting shot right away. Well, you know, they'll probably look at your stats and then they probably wouldn't draft you. They might look at my stats and be like, uh, we might have to consider that guy. Mm-hmm. So I might have to start doing pretty bad at Call of Duty. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. That's what I heard. Oh, yeah. Look at I'm Call under Duty one KD, so they're not going to have me out there. Yeah, I'm above. Yeah. So It's because mm. you're patient. A little bit. Like when I like play, to run around. When we play search, you have your moments, but when we play search, you can like, you're good at like idling, like tippy toeing all the way across like a bus and then looking left, looking right. Yeah. Where like I'm, my footsteps are loud as hell. I'm booked, dude. Cause I'm always confident I'm going to shoot the dude first and I never do. Yeah. Well, that's one of actually one of the downfalls of the game. That's probably the only thing I don't like is that they don't have a uh, silent, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. the perk. Yeah. You get it for a minute. But, yeah. You get like, it for you know, a sec, you know, to field but, upgrade. But yep. I know I miss that. That's one but, of the. If you think about it, that that makes the game more realistic. Yeah. Because if you're out, like, if you were really out in war, you can't wear shoes that are going to make your footsteps quiet. And the only reason I like that is I'm not really that big into it anymore. Uh, But I was huge into, and you were too, into uh, free-for-all. Mm-hmm. Dude, we loved free oh for all. Hardest free I've ever for all, you had to life. do that, and I couldn't believe how we played free for all and we ran that. And then a lot of people didn't. I know it's like you because they prefer other perks, and yeah. I understand that. Yeah. But do you realize that your footsteps are loud? Yeah, and you can't hear me, so I'm gonna go up and knife you every single yeah. time. And with the headsets now, you can literally hear everything. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's a dead giveaway every time. Yeah, so I guess you know if I was playing free for all all the time, I'd probably be super pissed because that would be the one thing that like you know but yeah i don't know God. i don't really play that much but the gunfight i play and that's more equal yeah you know so everyone has the same gun and yeah. everything so it's just more in skill or like that's outsmarting. way better than trying to find the when we were finding the guns because mm-hmm. remember you and me go to the same spot and get it first i'm like yeah. damn it i was like out there with nothing and the dude's coming at me i'm like oh my god yeah that's when i wish they had the like the black ops dive so i can just dive behind a bush or a rock yeah, or something yeah. Yeah, so the game's cool. I really like it, and uh, I know you've been playing it a lot, so that's that's good. You you weren't that biggest fan of uh, Black Out Four, Black, yeah, Black, Black Ops. Ops Four, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's I don't know if like I didn't give it enough time, but when I don't like a duty right out of the gate, I just don't like it. Yeah, you know, like World War Two. Right when I started playing it, I loved it. Modern Warfare Two, Modern how Warfare I was. Three. I didn't really like that one. I thought it was too slow, so I mm-hmm. never really played it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you know, if it's mm-hmm. not your style of game, you don't like it. But like right when I got into Modern Warfare, I was like, this is fun. And, you know, my thing, like I've always told everyone is like duty to me is like a social night. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the game. I love playing, getting kill streaks and stuff. But like when I got you in a chat, Yosti, my cousin Nick, you know, we have like Hater Dave's on there. Like we have a good group and we're all dying when someone gets like picked off, you know, when they're, or they do something cool. It That's what's fun to me. Yeah. Like we sit there and just bullshit and have fun. And you know, I'm not the dude that's just dead silent. Like, you know, I talk about every single death that I get. Yeah. Like, no, I do is cheating. Oh dude, I had, you know, like I'm yeah. a very vocal dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun, dude. And that's why I've always liked it. Uh, I'm a little bit, you know, competitive about it. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's why I like the, the gunfight now. And it's funny how like you, I mean, this game is massive. There's so much stuff on there. If you go to the main menu, it has so many modes that you can play. And I resort to one mode every mm-hmm. single time. And that's how it was uh, with Black Ops because I just went to the Battle Royale mode, which yeah. is Blackout. I love it, mm-hmm. you know? And like you miss so much of the game. But I wonder how many people are out there like that. Because I know you, you guys, when you're like with your own crew and stuff like that, you guys kind of mix it up a little bit you yeah. play hard point you play all this other stuff the only time i play that is when i play with you yeah yeah well and i've even had people are like dude have you played the campaign yet and i'm like i've never played a campaign i, I think the only one i ever played was when the Avenged sevenfold concert was at the end of it what was yeah. that like black ops uh yeah one it was, or two yeah 
something you know i played yeah yeah, i played that just so i could see that but like i said it's a social event for me you know Mm -hmm. i'm there to hang out with my friends and chat and you know in between rounds we're all catching up like because i don't get to see you or talk to you as much as we do you know with Mm -hmm. like our schedules being different and you know my cousin he lives 20 minutes from me and he's coaching wrestling and he's got kids and stuff you know so that's like our night when we can all get together and just shoot the shit and you know have some fun shooting that's what it's all about yeah that's always fun it's i like that um so what do you what do you think about the the, your whole streaming situation so you have everything set up Mm -hmm. so now it's just time to go i know dude but i did the trial run and i just looked like an idiot my eyes were so white like i don't blink i see why they're all bloodshot Mm. i'm nervous dude yeah i'm going for it but i don't know like i'm just i'm weird like I literally have all the stuff sitting right there set up and everything. Yeah. And I just like feel like an idiot. But you do like your setup though, right? Oh yeah. Your, your setup has changed from yeah. playing on a, on a television. I got a good living room. room now. Yeah. I love it. That makes a big difference. Yeah. Makes me want to play more, especially yeah. when it's snowing and raining out. What, yeah. what the hell else are we going to do? It's exactly what we're going to do today mm-hmm. after the podcast. We're oh, going to yeah. go home and we're going to light it up. Or we're going to log some hours. Yeah. I'll smoke some people. Uh, I might, I haven't played in like a week. Dude, it's amazing when you take like a week off the hand eye goes quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden the game feels like it's so fast. And I'm like, Whoa, dude, but eh, a couple matches, I'll be back in mm-hmm. dying 70 times most likely. Yeah. So I know you, you say it's a, like a social event for you. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. It, it makes it a lot more fun. Um, I rarely hop on and play by myself. Yeah, I never do. And the, and the only time I do hop on and play by myself is if I'm playing like a, uh, like Fortnite or Blackout mm-hmm. because it's kind of a different dynamic. Yeah. You know, you could do solos. And, yeah. You know, it's almost kind of better by yourself in a way, huh? Yeah. And then Team Deathmatch, some, I mean, I don't know. I get bored by mm-hmm. myself. If I, I don't get have real a teammate, bored, yeah. You know? I never fired up. Like, we have group chats. Like, I'm either texting you or my cousin and Yosti. Mm-hmm. And if, like, I don't hear from any of you guys, I don't, I'd never fire it up. Yeah. Ever. So, you know, I do that too. But do you get interested maybe in, like, like back in the day, me, me and you used to play Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. We used to play Madden. We used to play uh, MX versus ATV and stuff yeah. like that. Do you have any interest in picking up any other games? I don't know. Like, like you don't really keep up too much. Like, I don't to keep know what's up out as there? this. I still love a game of Madden here and there. But the thing, like with Matt, I mean, dude, I had Madden from like '03 to like '12 or '13. Yeah. I got every single one. You know. Yeah. Cause I just like the player adjustments. Like when I do, you know, trade teams, I was, I'd always do like the fantasy draft and like build my own teams just to try it. But man, after so many years and even now when I play it, it's the exact same game. Yeah. You know, if I pick new England's playbook, it's the same, like I use the same four plays and I just got like kind of burnt on it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love call of duty is man. There's multiple classes you can make. Yeah. You know, I could just do a, a revolve, a three fifty seven only if I wanted, I could mm-hmm. do knife. I can, you know what I mean? There's just, even though the maps are the same and the, the end goal is the same of the match. There's just a ton of different stuff you can do, you know? But the gameplay is different because we're playing online. And back then, we didn't really play online, mm-hmm. especially with, like, Madden or anything yeah. like that. So I think if you're, like, a straight-up online person and you're always playing and it matters to you how many victories you have versus defeats and stuff like that, I think that kind of adds a different dynamic 
to yeah. playing. Yeah. And I could see why like you could get addicted to it and, and want to play. But yeah, I mean, I don't really play too many other games either, except for like shooting games. Mm -hmm. They're they're like the only ones that really like are fun. Besides like a Pokemon Go, that's like a phone app and stuff like that. But that's more of a, a family thing that also gets us out walking around. Yeah. That's the purpose yeah. of it to walk around. Yeah. And uh, just meeting new people and stuff like that. I'll tell you, this is so nerd. Well, I don't know if it's nerdy, but it, like meeting, it's so funny meeting p people with kids mm -hmm. and their little kids playing and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, you whip out your phone, you show them, and they look at you like you're just a god. Yeah. They're like, holy shit. They don't say it because they're little kids, yeah. but they're like, wow, you have this, you have that. And you're like, goddamn right, I do, man. <laughs> Bet you your know? ass. So it's kind of funny. It's kind of yeah. nerdy. Yeah. But uh, it's funny meeting people like that. And, you know, you, there's so many people that play that game, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, other than that, man, it's, it's, you know, I don't really dabble too much in other stuff because it just, I'll get it here and there. Um, I mean, I've gotten that super cross game, man. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. Horrible. All yeah. the moto games have sucked. And I think they're coming out with a new one and it's like, yeah. it's really a tale of like how the industry is. Yeah. Cause if, they, if they like, yeah, half-assed. If they kept up with it and brought out new maps and the online was just like on point, like yeah. duty, how like you get in a match and you're just, you know, it's like flawless a lot of times. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. The gameplay is better. I think that would be a cool thing. But, you know, it's like you, you're in a, the lobby for like two hours mm -hmm. waiting to get in a match or, yeah. you know, whatever. It's All like, the tracks are like how come we can't like have the tracks that they race on? Yeah. Remember Supercross circuit, like way back in the day, it had mm -hmm. the actual super, I mean, the game was, it was in the 99 or something, yeah. but dude, that game was sick. You had the actual riders, you could build your bikes up, change your gear. Like yeah. that was like the best part. And now it's like, they don't use any original tracks half the time. Like the riders don't look nothing. You can't switch nothing. Like yeah. I want like a game mode, like, you know, like duty each time you do something, you unlock something. Yeah. How come you don't unlock a set of white fox boots for your guy or, yeah. you know, a pipe for your bike, exhaust for your bike? Well, or they have that, but, you know, it's but just, it's just like, not like real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not, to explain. You know what I mean? I probably just because I know the moto industry so well that I know what I want. Like we're duty. I'm sure there's gun heads out there. They're like, this. that's nothing like that gun. You know yeah. what I mean? Or something. We, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it's just weird. You know, like honestly, the the best moto type games were like Quad Fury. Yeah, Remember exactly. That, one? Yeah. that game was fun as hell. The tracks were fun. There was ways to boost rhythms, and yeah. you know it played fairly realistic. And now it's just they've gotten it like like I hate how the dude looks like he teeters. Yeah, you know, like he's like leaning, like he has almost like uh, training wheels on. It, and you they, know, it's, and they, I don't know, it's just weird. They try to implement this like weird steering thing to make it more realistic mm -hmm. and everything, but it actually makes it more confusing yeah. and harder to use. And I feel like I'm pretty good with like the joysticks and, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's just like harder like yeah. to stay on the track and all that. And it's like, instead of making it easier, you guys made it harder. Yeah. And I, I don't know, but like the ATV versus MX, I don't know if it was reflex or the one right before that, but one of those two was like the best one. Really? And you can like scrub. Yeah, that's kind of when like this whole scrubbing thing, so you could like just slam the the joystick there and and it scrub and stuff like that. But yeah. it was, like it would do it and like it wouldn't like send you off the track or anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, now that's like kind of what what happens. Well, and it's dude, just like too much. Yeah, you know? and that's what I because I haven't played the games in so long. Maybe I'm missing something here. But the quad furies, that's what was sick. Is you know like if you came out of the turn and got like the you know. Uh, down up on the joystick and preloaded. Yeah. And you got like that perfect like triple or quad and then you did it again, you were two jumping a section. And that yeah. was sick because if you cased it, it was like real life. Yeah. You couldn't do it. You know, you'd like mess up the whole section. But man, I remember just being so grooved on that game, like literally coming out of a turn and just seat bouncing and airing into a rhythm. Yeah. And 
that made it fun where now like you said the dude feels all top heavy it's all wiggly like the track seems super wide but you can't stay on it yeah 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 i think if they just simplified it a little bit it would be fun because i mean do we used to have the pit board out yeah you know like you me cliffy you know miller whoever and we'd put the pit board out with our names on it and we would write down lap times because yeah it wouldn't save him back in the cliff day. Cliff was you know? good. Cliff was really good. Yeah, Cliff was really yeah. good. He was the one that found on Supercross Circuit if you found like a little like braking bump, mm-hmm. it technically got your wheels off the ground and you could do your like turbo boost again. Mm. So he was like double popping sections where yeah. we were just doing the one, you know. See, that's what's funny. That's how like exciting and like cool like when good games are. Mm-hmm. Like you find stuff to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I don't really consider Cliff uh, like a gamer at all. No. But like, you know, he plays Call of Duty with us and he's the one that's like camping in the in the corner with a noob tube yeah and you guys have probably picked up a duty in like three years yeah you know uh but like for for him to pick up certain things like that and i remember he was good like just on the other uh, moto games not even just that yeah but like you know that just shows you like the difference between good games and no, not good games, yeah you know? yeah for sure and like i said i think we're a pretty good judge of character like if we pick up a game and we don't like it right away we're not going to invest a bunch of time into it mm-hmm. you know like even duties i love duties but there's like ghosts i think remember was yeah. ghost right yeah i played that one for like two nights and took it back i didn't even i didn't keep it or nothing it's yeah t- I, so terrible i remember taking a bunch to like what game spot GameStop, or whatever yeah stop and gotten two bucks for them yeah i know right spend, <laughs> like, spend new, 70 man. and get two yeah. yeah cool so well, that's that's about all your uh, you've been playing, huh? Just mm-hmm. the modern warfare. Yeah, because you know, back to what we said, it's I want to play with people that I know, and you know, I want to be able to talk to people, and that's pretty much the only game all of us play. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not much like for like the Fortnites or Apex or any of that stuff. So it's like I'm not gonna go hop on some other game. Like I've tried Madden a couple times by myself, and you know, it's just not fun. Yeah. Like I'm not, I mean, you know how it is. Like we have real lives. Mm -hmm. We're not just dedicated gamers like sitting around. We can't just play all, you know, so it's like literally if we can catch a two hour window at night to play some duty, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I can't play Madden for an hour and then duty for an hour. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just kind of, but I must say a two hour window turns into one in the morning for us. That's because we play till we win and half the time we get smoked. So yeah, that's always, there's been times where it's 11 o'clock and well, next win we're all going to bed and it is one 30. Yeah. Like when we were Modern Warfare 2 and before I had a live-in girlfriend and you had kids, it would be three, four in the morning. Mm-hmm. No problem. Because we didn't have nothing to do the next yeah. day, you know? So we're like, ah, screw it. Like, let's get nukes. Let's do this, that. Oh, yeah. So, but we're not the only ones, obviously. We had full lobbies. So there's yeah. other people just like us Hell out there. Yeah. It's funny because it's almost like gambling. Mm-hmm. Like when you get that high, like you're, you want to ride that high. You know, you're unlocking something for your gun every time. You're getting kill streaks. You're like going... 25 and five you know mm-hmm. all this cool stuff you're like, this is sick and then you'll get tired but you don't feel tired yeah and all of a sudden you can't kill no one and you're getting cranky because some dude's quick scoping you and yeah. then like okay it's time for bed well it's the funny thing is because you want to end on a high one but then when you have a high one you're like want to have another one yeah like you said like the whole gambling thing. so you want to have another one and then all of a sudden you start losing so then it's like well no i gotta win one yeah and it's like, man, just put the six. We just down. make any rule we can to stay up pretty yeah. much is what yeah, it is. Basically, yeah, basically, basically. There's been times like it, we've hopped on at like nine and I was just messing with you guys. I'm like, dude, should I crack a yerba and like really log a session? Yeah. And everyone's like, hell yeah. And I'm like, damn it. So I have a huge, massive caffeine sugar tea, like right before I start playing, dude. And then it's three in the morning and I'm laying in bed shaking. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, that was not smart. Yeah. Hey, speaking of kids, you said I have kids. I do. You do. Uh, you, you have a new daughter. Mm-hmm. I just got a daughter. Yeah, how's but that? it was a quick one. It wasn't a whole nine month ordeal. It was yeah. Yeah, I got a little puppy, a little English Springer Spaniel, kind of like the dog I grew up with. She was like Molly was my yeah. favorite dog, you know, yeah. and it was kind of cool. I was just waiting until 
my career slowed down because I tried having a dog once in the meat of my career and it was like it ended up being my parents' dog because right. I was leaving. So once I kind of knew I was going to be home more and, and, you know, Kayla moved in with me. So there's two people there to, to kind of look after her. But, mm-hmm. dude, it's awesome. Like, I, I get how people could say, like, having kids is cool. Yeah. Because it's like every day it's something new. You yeah. know, all of a sudden she's going to the back door when she has to go out or, you know, you pull out her treat bag and she sits there like she's only three months old, you know, mm-hmm. and she's just already like picked up so much. Yeah. And, I mean, she's doubled in weight in the month we've had her, you know, went yeah, from seven to 14 pounds. So it's like, we're looking at this like little transformation. And I mean, I've always been a huge dog person. Mm-hmm. You know me, like ever since you've known me, I've had dogs. So yeah. it's cool. It's just like having a little buddy, you know, when I go out in the yeah. yard and work, they follow you around and dig holes and it's yeah. rad. Yeah. The only one thing I was bummed out about is I think uh, you should have named her Molly too. Yeah. Because yeah, Molly, yeah. For, I mean, that was the dog mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, and then obviously she passed away and then you ended up getting Eric and that was from a dirt bike trade or something. Yeah. Yeah. You, you ended up getting money. Eric, but yeah, you know, that was more like Eric was there, but like, yeah, it was just more like your kind of like your parents, your dad's dog really yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, just a little cutie, little cutie dog. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're so and yeah. That's what's funny. She hasn't grown into her ears yet. Yeah. So that like, when she takes a drink of water, their her ears get all wet because they're uh-huh. in the water bowl with her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's fun. But man, it's stressful. It's like, you know, the other day, because I have a little gap in my fence from like the house to the fence. Like they didn't butt the fence right up to my house. Yeah. And I was vacuuming and dude, I shut the vacuum off. She was outside and I just heard her like screaming. Uh, and I'm like, dude, what the hell? Because I'm thinking like a hawk or something, you know, because uh, she's pretty little, like yeah. someone could swoop down. And she was at the front door and I'm like, what the hell? And I open it and one of our neighbor's dogs was out and he was literally just sitting on the lawn looking at her. Uh, he's not a violent dog. Yeah, you know, yeah. he, I think he just scared the shit out of her because he's so much bigger than her. But that like scared me. And I'm like, damn, dude, what the hell's going on? Like it's stressful, you yeah. know? Yeah. But, I don't imagine having kids, man. Uh, I, that's why I don't want kids. Yeah. Because I'm over the top, like even with um, Brady. Yeah. Like if she winds at three in the morning, I'm like what's wrong? You know, it pops yeah. me right up. And well, the, you know I, how I am. Yeah. So I'm, I'm the same in yeah. that aspect too so yeah it's uh it's it definitely is one of the best things you know obviously ever like my kids are everything to me mm-hmm. and you know like i my life revolves around my kids now like my schedules and everything have changed because of my kids yeah and, you know like uh you know so it's it's really cool but uh yeah it's it's a lot of work yeah and then you know dogs you know you're saying like my kid you know, they take a while to get big. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, they dogs stay, are sweet. They get yeah, right up there. Your dog gets big super fast. So yeah. you have to like keep up with all that. And then all of a sudden you have a full size dog and, but uh, you know, at least they're trained by that time and yeah. you know, stuff like that. So, you know, it's funny too, is not to interrupt you there, but every, all of my buddies that have had kids, you know, like they kind of slow down on drinking or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like every night, I'm just saying like, let's have a party, this and that. And they're all, dude, you don't know what it's like to have a kid screaming at you at six in the morning and you're hung over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whatever. Dude, I've had Brady for a month now. There's been a couple nights. Like one night, our buddy little Travi came down. Didn't we just just having Coors Lights sitting in the garage, kind of almost like what you and me are doing right now? Yeah. You know, we were just shooting the shit, catching up, having beers. I'm like, dude, it's three thirty in the morning, and Brady's like a five thirty six uh, a.m. She's got to go outside. Dude, sure shit. I close my eyes, dude, and like two and a half, three hours later, she's in my face whining. I'm like, oh god, like I get it now. It's like all coming to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and kids are relentless, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was going to say, speaking of that, uh, congratulations to our good friend, uh, Nate Tierney. He actually, uh, seems like he had a boy yesterday. Yeah, yeah. So that's his first kid. I know they've been really hoping for a 
child mm -hmm. and you know trying for one and they finally got that and it looks like it's a healthy baby boy so congratulations yep. to them congrats nate i don't know if he listens to the podcast but we'll make him yeah uh big shout out to them uh but yeah man that's you know almost our time here mm -hmm. on the podcast it, it you know it goes by quick it that's does. what like i you know i want you guys that listen to us uh you know, hit us up on our social media. That's at the gamer underscore boys. You can check out our website, thegamerboys.com. I have uh, our personal profiles on there and everything. And I just want to hear from you guys. Do you guys think Mike should make a podcast? Because that's actually, uh, I think, a little easier than getting him to fully go streamer mode. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, podcasts, like, I, like, streamer like i understand what you're saying like a lot of times i don't stream mm -hmm. the other day i was going to stream remember i think you were on or, or someone was on and but my volume wasn't working oh. so i decided not to stream because you couldn't hear me or my chat mm -hmm. uh my party so it's like what's the point of like people sitting there like the two followers that i have yeah sit there and just watch muteness your lip like gameplay you know yeah so that's why i have it because i haven't figured that out yet my volume was all messed up but uh yeah it's consistency yeah you know, um, also podcasting, I think is consistency is, is the key to have a successful podcast and, but that's a little easier. Yeah. You know, you can record episodes whenever really you want yeah. and then, you know, backlog them so you could drop certain episodes whenever and stuff like yeah. that. So it doesn't well, have to be. And podcasts are sweet because I can talk about different stuff. Yeah. Like, like I said, streaming, I only play call of duty Yeah, and it's only a winner. <laughs> game you know like once summer hits I'm, I'd probably never stream nothing because yeah. I'm not just going to hop on a but nice you summer stream, like other things like guitar and stuff like that yeah but, but I, I'm so bad at guitar yeah. dude but I just know that people do want to see you out there so that's why I was pushing you on that but I understand but uh, all you listeners out there let us know do you guys think it'd be a good idea for Mike to get on a podcast get his own podcast going and would you guys listen to it mm -hmm. um, and you know we were throwing out ideas out there and it, it'd just be like a basic uh everything kind of like we just did right now on this podcast even yeah. though it's a gaming podcast we talked about uh, a lot of things that weren't gaming and i'm sure you guys are still entertained and it's uh it's always interesting to get a different person in here and hear what's going on with his life or whoever the per the guest is so right. that's always a good thing so let us know and then also hit up mike that's uh mike underscore mason 81 on instagram and twitter mm -hmm. hit him up and let him know if you if you think a podcast would be great and then also maybe suggest some names i think that's kind of the hardest yeah, part sometimes that's and if, the scariest part yeah if you guys suggest a good name out there it might motivate him mm -hmm. even more and uh you know maybe i'll produce it for you uh, and we'll yeah, get it i'm not smart with that stuff yeah so we'll get it going but yeah let us know for sure so hit us up on our instagram twitter the gamer underscore boys one day we'll get the Gamer Boys, I think. Mm -hmm. The underscore just underscore. too much. Same. Uh, I didn't even know what it was called until like a year ago. Yeah. Someone's like, hey, what's your, in like a industry person, like needed my Instagram. I'm like, oh, it's Mike. And then the like line that's on the ground and then Mason81. <laughs> the dude's all underscore. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, right that, on. That would be it. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any last thoughts for all the listeners right now for, uh, you know, 2020 or just kind of what, you know, what's going on? Um... I think first of all, just say thank you to the people that listen to this podcast, to all the podcasts that we do, you know, and I hope we're informative and fun and, you know, something that they want to listen to, you mm -hmm. know, cause I've listened to podcasts before I get five minutes in. I'm like, this is horrible, but, yeah. and it, it's hard for me because, you know, I only do this one a couple times a year, but I want to make sure I'm, I'm doing something different. Yeah. I don't want to just keep talking about dirt bikes and retirement and golf, you know? So mm -hmm. I think we're doing well with that. Um, 
yeah, just hit us up on our social medias. Like I said, if there's any ideas they want or want to hear more out of and, you know, thanks for the support. I think 2020 is going to be a good year for all of us. Um, maybe we'll split the podcast. We'll do yours and mine. Yeah. Figure it out. And, uh, do you have anything that you're really looking forward to in 2020? Not like really looking forward to, but like I said, I just have a lot of good opportunities right in front of me that I have a good feeling about this year. You know, okay. it's only early January and things have, like I said, the, the PGA deal just kind of came out of nowhere and my real estate, you know, I started selling off some of my real estate to go do other stuff with real estate. And that's exciting to me now that I don't have dirt bikes, I have to find that, that void to fill, you know? And so, yeah, I'm just kind of excited to see what this year brings. And you know, like my first year in 35 years without riding a dirt bike. So time to get busy. Yeah. Okay. So there's not a special event or anything like that that you're really thinking about this year. No, nah, I mean, my birthday in August will be my last year in my thirties. So that's a stressful event, if you will. So is that the big one or is the uh, next year 40? Next year will be 40. But August. I mean, which one is going to be the big one? Are you going to celebrate better your last year in your 30s or your 40s? No, my 40s for sure. Okay. You know, I think you got so to start. One. Yeah, you got to start it right. And, yep. you know, that's 10 years and I'll be 50. So I can't wait. That's awesome. <laughs> that's crazy you say that. But hey, uh, let me know. Do you feel like you're 40? No. No, no, and you don't look like you're forty. Yeah, obviously. That, yeah, and back to the Instagram thing when I do the garage parties and stuff, people are like, "Dude, you need to start like growing up." And I'm all, "Why? You yeah. want me to just become old, be the old cranky man?" And not like, "No way, I'm still, you know, if I can hang out with all my friends and because literally that's all we do. We get together, hang out, and drink beers and throw darts, throw horseshoes, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, what kind of person doesn't like hanging out with their friends? Yeah, that's weird to me." And yeah. yeah, maybe sometimes we drink and, you know, we reenact the Queen movie a little too much and mm-hmm. do Bohemian Rhapsody or something stupid. But, but that's the shit I like to see. Yeah, it's When you post fun. certain things and I see Rush and I'm like, all right, this is oh, going to get God. good. If you or see you Rush, post, you know. Or you post like Bubs mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right, that's, I know they're having a good time. That's fucking fun. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, did Tommy Lee ever grow up? No, like, the, he still hasn't. Yeah. Look at like, him, you know. Why, only age is only a number it's just the is number. how you feel yeah you know and that's what's crazy about kids trying to you know do stuff and they feel like i mean there's a point where you need to get your shit together mm-hmm. and by i mean shit together is like figure out what you want to do in life yeah. and then as long as it makes you happy do it yeah but the other people like you know people just take it too serious and shit and it's really like well, you know i don't feel my age i don't feel like i look my age no nah. i feel like maybe like i'm my kid's older brother sometimes like when people see me yeah it's it's like weird you know and then like my mom watches my kids sometimes or whatever and the other day we went to school uh he was trying out for a cinderella play or something and she shows up with my my younger one and she's there and they probably everyone thinks that that's their mom yeah and i'm just like there yeah it's like no i'm the dad yeah like i'm the man of the house yeah yeah i'm the man of this house yeah no you know and that's i mean that's always been like my motto not being the man of the house but it's I want to have fun in life, dude. I'm only here once, you know, I can't redo anything. So I'm going to have a ton of fun, but I'm also not just blowing, you know, my life away. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll drink sometimes from Thursday to Sunday. Yeah. I feel like shit on Monday, but get my stuff <laughs> done. And then Tuesday I'm right back into it and getting all my stuff done, you know, making sure I'm up to date. Like I'm not blowing opportunities that come towards me. So right. there's a fine line there, you know? And, and the good thing about drinking is it's not like cigarettes or something. Mm-hmm. Like I could drink for four days straight and take a month off. No problem. Yeah people like some of my buddies that smoke it's like dude they can't go 20 minutes without having a cigarette you well, know what I, I mean I would consider it and myself too we're addicted more to having fun that's the social part of it yeah then, that's why I drink you know yeah what I mean? it's yeah. not about the 
you know being addicted to like you know like a drug or yeah you know stuff yeah. like that it's it's more we're addicted to the the good times yeah rather than the the substance exactly you know it's just like call of duty if yeah if none of my friends are drinking i don't have a beer at my house yeah i never just i mean shouldn't say never i'll go out to dinner sometimes and get a, a beer or something but i don't just sit on my couch and crack like three or four night right i'm either having fun with my friends and drinking beers or i'm like a water like did i'll go through four of my water bottles a day you know yeah. just chugging water and I eat pretty good stuff. So th there's a balance there, you know, mm -hmm. but I think where people get misconstrued is all I post is like that kind of stuff. Cause I don't want to post, Hey, I'm on my third bottle of water today. I'm sitting here yeah. watching friends. Well, you're, you're not a you fitness know? influencer. So yeah. So yeah, it's like, and that's, that, yeah, that's a, uh, that's good that you say that's big right there. It's mm -hmm. like, you gotta, if you're posting all the time, like what am I going to post just sitting there? Yeah. Like people don't want to see that. So, yeah. you, you know, you have something good to eat. You want to show it off. You show it off. And it's not like you eat that all the time. Yeah. You, you know, you're at a fancy restaurant you're having drinks or whatever. It's not like you're doing that all the time, but like, that's why you're posting it yeah. because it's something that you're doing that you feel like it's entertaining. Yeah. And that's the point of being out there and doing like taking a good photo, being entertaining on there and people appreciate that. Yeah. And, or like, you know, like I said, I post a ton of food stuff sometimes or at a restaurant and it's not like I do that every day, but people are like yo where, where's that restaurant yeah like a lot of people hit me up for the ramen place yeah it's like where is that and yeah and i like, think that's where social media is awesome yeah you know it's good for the local businesses here in mm -hmm. carson city gardnerville area but also like it opens my eyes yeah because i get stuck in the road of going to el charo all the time or bodines or something you know and then all of a sudden like kayla will see your story or someone's story and she's like we got to go try that place yeah i'm like Ooh, i'm down you know what i mean yeah exactly so that's the point of it but yeah, yeah people are you know too negative and stuff yeah. like that and well and i think too like life goes so fast for everyone mm -hmm. no matter what like you know if you have kids it goes by fast if you work every day it goes by fast if you drink every day it goes by fast so i think sometimes people like blend it in we're like you know friday saturday night i'll post like us partying a bunch and then you don't realize but it's already thursday or friday night again and we're partying again they're yeah. like dude again and i'm like I had four days off. Yeah. You know, well, and was, the thing with clean. you, the thing with you too, is like, you do a lot of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you entertain a lot of people there. Uh, you know, I think you have more people around you than not. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's like you're having fun. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like my fun is hanging out with my kids and doing stuff with them. Like, you know, taking them out, going out and stuff. like, that's like, I've changed a lot Yeah, because of that. Yeah. But that's but like, that's rad. yeah. But that's like what like really entertains me and, yeah. and it's fun with me, like going out with uh, Jackson and like Pokemon hunting and, and stuff as lame as that sounds, but mm -hmm. like that time I have with him yeah, and just doing that stuff, like it's, it's super fun to me. So it's not even like the, the partying anymore, but it's like that stuff. And yeah. it's like, that's what you have. Yeah. So just do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's, you know, like my buddy Zevi, he's a, one of our good friends, local firefighter EMT guy. So he has like weird days off. Sometimes he won't work like Monday yeah. through Thursday, but he'll work the weekend or whatever, you know? And it'll be a day like today. It's, you know, windy, snowy, rainy. He's like, dude, let's, let's get the Traeger going, make some beef jerky, have a couple beers or let's make this. He's always coming up with ideas. And that's what's fun to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, let's go to the store. Let's get a bunch of food. Let's see if we can make something. You know, I'm not sitting there saying, yeah, let's get drunk as hell tonight, yeah. you know. But it's like we're sipping beers while cooking. And then, you know, say the PGA's Turns, on yeah. or football's on or something. We're watching sports. And, like, literally, if most people came to my house and saw a night of us having beers, they would probably think it's way different than, like, Instagram shows. Yeah. Like, the other night, we had beers at the house. Like, we golfed all day, had beers. And then literally sat on the couch. What was it? It was... uh there was some golf tournament on like a Monday night, you know, and we sat there and watched golf, dude, and just had beers mellow. I mean, mm -hmm. we went through a 12 pack, yeah. but it wasn't like slamming beers, you know, fighting, wrestling and stuff. Yeah. It was literally like we sat there. Yeah. It's hardly phones. ever that. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's, what's fun to me. You know, it's, it's not like I'm trying to be an alcoholic, but 
I, just, I love company, you know, like if you guys ever come over, I love that. You know, mm -hmm. it's, I've always, I think maybe being an only child mm -hmm. kind of made me do that more because I didn't have a brother or a sister yeah. to grow up with. So yeah, man, I enjoy having people over. And if, you know, if we want to do a big taco night and beers, like I love that or yeah. whatever it may be. And it's good. And that, that was one of the things I think at the end of the, the year, uh, to end the podcast today, um, that we talked about was like, just enjoying your time with everyone. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people die, people, uh, you know, things change people, you know, you lose friends, you gain friends and stuff like that. But it's always fun to just not fun, but like, it is fun. But like, my point is it's always good to enjoy your time with the people mm -hmm. that you do care about and, and all that. So it's like, you know, I don't see you as much as anymore, but when I do see you, it's exciting. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. So stuff like that. It's like, that's what you got to do. So yeah. it, you know, regardless of what people think, what people do, it's like those people should probably try that as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. You know, to maybe, you know, live a yeah. life. That, well, that's, what's trippy is I, I have a couple friends and, you probably know who I'm talking about, but it's like, sometimes like they'll be like, dude, I'm so jealous when I see your story, you're like having fun in this and that. I'm like, well, I don't just sit on my couch and wait for my phone to ring, mm -hmm. you know? Cause if I did that, no one would probably ever get a hold of me. I'm like the dude that's like, man, it's a great day. Let's go golf and I'll start texting people, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, you and me text all the time. We don't hang out all the time no yeah. more, but we text all the time Yeah, about Yerba's, about duty, about yeah. anything. Just you know random I mean? little yeah. things, yeah. And it's, I've always been that way. I always, like I was saying about my sponsors, I just reach out to people, you know, it's just natural. So. Don't sit there and tell me about how miserable you are and how much fun you had when you did hang out with us. But if it wasn't for me reaching out to you, you would have never talked to me. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I think there's a there's a point to that, you know, just whether, you know, you have close friends or not. I think it's always, you know, a lunch date. I'm not saying you yeah. got to go get wasted with everyone all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we do. Yeah, our, we actually do more lunch dates and actually hang out like in a social drinking scene yeah, now. Yeah. And, you know, I enjoy that. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. I, yeah. And that's what I you know, a lot of people think that all we do is party, but that's not, I'm not going to sit there and say, Jorge, you need to get wasted. You pussy. Yeah. Even if you wanted to come over one night and didn't want to drink, it's like, dude, it's just fun having you there. Yeah. And it's cause you're a good, like you're a good smart ass. Mm -hmm. So like if Travi or Rush is over there, you can like pick at them and get under their skin, dude. And it makes me crack up. Yeah. And it's not cause you're wasted. It's like, you're just having fun. You know? I mean, we had some good times wasted. Oh yeah. We did some shit. I mean, it's probably, it's probably one of those times where I probably need to just one, one time mm -hmm. for the year just yeah. to get it over with. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. We yeah. have fun. We're, we're pretty immature now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. It's good times, man. Good way to end the podcast. And, and look at us now. We're on the Gamer Boys podcast. Yeah. Just, no drinks either. Yeah, no drinks. Totally just sober. Yerby's. Yerby's got me juice, though. I'm talking so much. Yeah. Man. This thing's probably four hours long right now. I'm going to have yeah. to stop. I mean, yeah, we probably should have ended it 26 minutes ago, but you but know what? We're doing it for the Shit people that have long drives. Yeah, exactly. If I had beers right now, I'd probably be taking a nap. Yeah. So, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks, Mike, for uh, coming over and, and uh, you know, being on the show. Right and on. Unfortunately, like I said, Roger has to work. Mm -hmm. Us One of these nights, we'll, we'll, yeah. do, we'll do the threesome. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it on a weekend. But see, you, you're gone a lot and you're busy a lot. So it's like when I can get you in, mm -hmm. we get you in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm stoked to, to be on and just ramble on about a bunch of random stuff. Yeah. So it's always fun. Uh, but all you guys out there. Thank you guys for tuning in, like always. Uh, we really appreciate it. Check it, check us out on all the social medias. The best thing you can do for, for the podcast is just share with all your friends, families, your girlfriends, your side pieces, anything mm -hmm. you got, you share with them, you tell them Gamer Boys Podcast, and then uh, maybe I'll be on the lookout for the Mike Mason Podcast. Mm -hmm. The Hairless Podcast. The Hairless. You shaving? I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so uh, game on, guys. <laughs>